What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Checkout. It's a podcast. You should know that already. Get it wherever you get your podcast: Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. All of our shows archived on our homepage at wbgo.org. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Well, with all the sugary schmaltz going on this holiday period, we can always count on Jose Janes to make something tasteful. It doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought some corn for popping. Lights to turn way down low. That's a Merry Christmas from Jose James. That's also the name of his newest recording on Rainbow Blonde Records. Special shout out to all the indies out there. Hope the consumers will be making wise choices with their gifts this year. I can certainly endorse and get behind this. And that's why we are here to welcome WBGO's music director to the conversation. What's up, dude? Hey, man, it's nice to be with you. This can't be your first time on the checkout, though, right? That's not right. It it? is absolutely my first time. Oh, my God. My maiden voyage. Well, my apologies for that, because obviously I've deeply respected and admired and even stolen a few of your tricks over the years. Uh, So That's okay. And for myself, I'm just like many of the folks listening right now who have discovered so much from listening to The Checkout. And I hope that people appreciate it enough during this, our December fundraiser, to chip in. I did want to ask you from your venerable position what you do think is special about The Checkout. Well, I'll tell you what I do think is special. And this is part of our mission. You know, it's not just me, Gary Walker, talking. It is part of the collective mission of this organization is to break down the walls and present this music in as many different forms as we possibly can. What do you call it? The other side of jazz. But we're never going to see the other side of the moon. But if you tune in on Friday nights, you get to see the other side of jazz, right? And even better yet, if you subscribe to the podcast. Call 1-800-499-9246. Pledge online at WBGO.org. Text WBGO to 56512. Merry Christmas from Jose James is a very special thank you gift. And it's for a pledge of $100. Full membership in WBGO for a year. And you become part of the family that supports this arts organization. And what a fascinating story that you're going to hear throughout this broadcast tonight and throughout this podcast about Jose talking about, you know, his sense memory that brought him to this point in time. And that's the focus every week for that matter on the checkout. 1-800-499-9246 and WBGO.org, son. All right. Well, you just did it all. So let's just go to the show. Here's Jose James. Christmas time is coming through the air Trees and lights and presents meant to share A gift is almost anything It's the joy that love can bring 
It's the smile on faces everywhere. All right, so we got Merry Christmas from Jackie Wilson. We got Merry Christmas from the family. We have Merry Christmas from Lena Horn. Mm. We have Merry Christmas from Jose James. It was time, man. Yeah, musically, emotionally, you know, spiritually. It's, it was that moment to put it out there. You're like basically making a jazz standards record when you do absolutely. this. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. This is like 1950s meets 2021. That was the concept. You know what I mean? And I'm sure your wife, Tali, who grew up in a Jewish home in Washington mm-hmm. Heights, has some probably very interesting thoughts about all of this. And, and actually, I wouldn't be surprised if this was her idea to begin with. <laughs> well, she's she is definitely the brains behind Rainbow Blonde Records, for sure. But I think, you know, in the in the grand tradition of Jewish songwriters writing Christmas songs, she has landed right there. You know, um, she wrote co-wrote two of the originals on the record Christmas Day and Christmas in New York. So there you go. <laughs> Let's light up the windows after dark Build a funny snowman in the park And hear the children caroling Making magic as they sing All I want for Christmas all I want for Christmas All I want for Christmas is your heart I was wondering about those tunes because I was looking like crazy. I'm like, who wrote these Christmas songs? Yeah, you know yeah. there's another Christmas day. And I do, yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and I was I'm like, like, this is this is this is this is the new one though. This is it. Yeah. There are only so many titles that you can have with Christmas in them. And that's you know, I was like, all right, I'm putting my brand on this one. <laughs> Snow is falling all through the night. Musically it's a tribute to you know, like Stevie, you know, Stevie's Christmas record, the Motown vibe, you know, a little bit of soul. And I love that kind of era of um, Motown, whether it's Stevie or, or Marvin, because it was sort of like half jazz, half soul. It was still swinging a little bit. On Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. Hang the stockings, light up the tree. Every girl and boy. The bridge, it was kind of like a contested choice because it goes to another key in a very Stevie Wonder movement. We will meet. Glory days are here. And with your love we're like oh now we're where are we we're somewhere else and so i actually wrote two bridges to the song one was way more traditional and then there was this kind of more stevie wonder unexpected one and i sent it to the band jaris yokley 
Ben Williams and Aaron Parks for their their vote. And they actually voted everybody but Ben Williams voted for the traditional one. And Interesting. Said, yeah, I'm not really loving that one. But Ben was like, man, do you? The other one sounds more like you. So I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do me. And I'm glad I did too, because it does sound more like a Jose James song. Laughter to enjoy And this Christmas cheer Lasting all through the year Until we meet again On Christmas Day Merry Christmas, y'all On Christmas Day, yeah, yeah Meet again on on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. We just talked about sort of the interesting history that uh, Jewish composers have uh, contributed to the canon of Christmas music, and you have featured two of them on this recording in White Christmas from Irving Berlin and Let It Snow by Sammy Kahn. That's right, that's right. You know, the interesting thing about White Christmas is that it's the number one selling record of all time. Yeah, of all time. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Is this Jose James, uh, eight years old, chilling mm. in Minneapolis or Duluth? Or where were you at that point? I was in Minneapolis, um, which I don't know if anybody has been to Minneapolis, but there is quite a lot of snow in uh, December. It's very cold. And I did not have to imagine a white Christmas. It was, it was, <laughs> it was super real. To sleigh bells in the snow. Really, the whole concept of that song and the, the entire album is thinking about these traditions, thinking about family, thinking about these songs which become ritual, you know, when you sing them and you hear them every year. Um, in this light where, you know, a lot of us, myself included, haven't been able to see our family uh, in person or in the way that we're used to. I haven't seen my grandmother in Minneapolis for two years, you know, and these songs took on a different dimension you know and this sort of annual holiday thanksgiving christmas you know reunion took on a different dimension this this past couple years so this was really um diving back into a moment where my family was all able to be together like one of my grandmothers has passed on as well grandma nancy and this was a, a rare moment where everybody would come to the house and um have dinner together and kind of break bread and celebrate for christmas well my condolences sorry that you had to uh lose somebody obviously of great importance and like you said family and your friends feel different after everything we've been through Mm -hmm. sort of like put sharpening the focus of what's important in life and trying to direct those energies to the right places
All right, so Jose James, I want an image. I want a vivid image of Jose James at eight years old. Like, what did you want? Did you want like a Star Wars toy? Did you want, were you caroling with your family in Minneapolis wow. or is it too cold? Or like, what, what, what was going on? So this would have been 1986. So obviously Michael Jackson, huge, huge fan. I loved baseball. You know, uh, of course, the Minnesota Twins were doing Kirby great. Puckett, right? Kirby Puckett, Kent Herbeck. Absolutely, man. Um, it was a really, you know, and Prince, you know, it was a really beautiful moment for Minneapolis, actually. You know, the 80s, it's kind of like the, 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 the peak of Minneapolis, kind of like international fame, if you think about it, with the Twins and, and Prince. Um, and, you know... I was like a, a really good kid. I was like star pupil, you know, straight A's after school, you know, shoveling the neighbor's sidewalk kind of kid. I was really, um, really just a good kid, man. I loved music. I loved art. I definitely, when I was eight, wanted to be a singer or some kind of performer. And I was like, you know, trying to do my Michael Jackson moves and all this stuff and uh, had his poster on the wall. And, you know, it was just like a good time. It's such a beautiful place to grow up, you know, Minneapolis. It's such a family-oriented kind of community. And it's it was just kind of unimaginable. You know, I would jump on my bike and my mom would be like, yeah, come back when the streetlights come on. I mean, it was that kind of upbringing. And we, me and my friends would just race around Northeast Minneapolis on our bikes all day and come back when this, I mean, I can't even imagine that now, you know, for my daughter, my daughter's eight. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no way, <laughs> no way. But, it, you know, it was a it was a it was a different time. wholesome. It was very wholesome, you know, making snow forts, making a snowman. It was it was very uh, all American. You know what I mean? Let it snow, let it snow. So do, were you cooking like gingerbread cookies or houses or uh, did you, does your family have any like annual holiday custom traditions where you had to do it? Well, my mom would always do Christmas cookies. Um, and my grandma, the one who's passed away, Grandma Nancy, she liked these like, I can't remember what they're called, but they're like Russian, like dusted sugar cookie. Uh, I didn't like them as a kid. I was like, no, nah, that's, that's too grown up. What I liked were the the wreaths, you know, like we would take the the cornflakes, you know, basically they were like just marshmallows and cornflakes dyed green. But, you know, I got to decorate those. I, I feel like those were the decoy cookies that my mom would make to keep me busy. And then I would decorate them for like hours. And she made, I think, like at least 12 different kind of cookies. Um, oh, wow. And then. Her whole thing was making like a plate, a cookie plate, and we would deliver those around the neighborhood to friends and to elders. So that was kind of cool too. She got me really early on invested in the spirit of giving, thinking about people. Um, so it wasn't just like a, a very like capitalist kind of like Christmas. It was like, no, we need to check in on people, you know, make the visit, get the plate together. You know, so-and-so likes these cookies, but they don't like these cookies. And, you know, I because my instinct was like, I'm eating all the cookies by myself because <laughs> I'm eight. And it was like, no, I got to make these plates, you know, so it was kind of cool. I learned a lot from um, 
her example of of the spirit of giving in that time for sure beautiful beautiful a lot of love in the family and uh i definitely hear the love in this song i've got my love Snow is snowing, the wind is blowing, I can weather the storm. What do I care, how much it may storm? I've got my love to keep me warm. Is there a source material for this particular number you were, you were thinking about? Frank Sinatra. You Sinatra. Know, Sinatra. Man. Sinatra was, seems like to be a source on a, a bunch of stuff here. Christmas Waltz, too. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. that has to be Sinatra, too, right? Frosted window panes, candles gleaming inside. I mean, there are some undisputed kings and queens of Christmas, you know, just, you know what I mean? Donny Hathaway being one of them, which we will get to. Absolutely. Donny Hathaway, you know, I mean, Mariah, I got to put her in now, of course. Mariah, what a great song. It took me a while to admit that I like that song, but you know, <laughs> I really do like that song. It's undeniably great. Yeah, Sinatra, you know, just his phrasing. I'm really fascinated by him right now because I think out of all of the really classic, that era of singers, his technique is Flawless. Frosted window panes, candles gleaming inside, painted candy canes on the tree. He never pushes. It's always the right amount of power, the right consideration. And it's 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 really real for me because I've been in that room, you know, at Capitol. I've recorded on that microphone now. I've you know, we did the Bill Withers record in that room using Nat King Cole's piano, which is still there, where he recorded the Christmas song. So it's really, it's close. It's close, you know. I'll tell you what, you realize once you are in the same room, hearing your voice the same way that they heard their voice, you realize that there is absolutely no artifice. It is just what you hear is what you get. What you give is what the people get. You know, there's no trickery. It's all real. You know, when you hear Nat King Cole, you're like, man, I, he, it, that's just his voice. You know, but when you really see the console and see the room, you're like, okay, wow. You just was that good, you know what I mean? And I wanted to bring that sort of level of control and and relaxed phrasing. So I studied Ella, of course. I studied Nat. I studied Frank. Um, Judy Garland. I want to stay on Frank okay. for a little bit. Stay on bit. Frank, okay. Because honestly, studying American music and being in this so-called music we call jazz, is it possible that Frank Sinatra as a jazz singer here in the States is underrated because I feel that way. Mm. I went to Brazil yeah. to learn about Frank Sinatra. 
Wow. Because people in Brazil don't mess around. They're like, Frank is number one. Yeah. And he crushed Antonio Calasho Beam. I mean, some of those videos <laughs> are like, I, I, like, I don't even know what's, he's like drinking scotch and smoking a cigar at the same time. I don't even know how he's doing it all. Yeah. No, I mean, the thing that's fascinating about Sinatra is he rarely embellished the, the melody. And sometimes we think of jazz singing as what, what are you doing melodically? What are you doing harmonically? And Sinatra didn't really mess with that too much. What he did do was play with space and time. His phrasing is incredible, absolutely incredible. Him and that, that's, I think it's, they're the top two for that. You know what I mean? And they approach it a bit differently. You know what I mean? Interesting. Um, what, are you, what are you hearing? Well, Frank's whole um, technique came from studying Tommy Dorsey trombone. So he was watching him as a, as a, as an idol, you know, as a young, you know, singer, he was watching him play and phrase every night. So you have that kind of like uh, precise short phrase that a trombone has. Nat King Cole was, you know, an incredible pianist, obviously. So his harmonic vocabulary was a bit different. So they each have an instrumental reference, but they're very different in their styles. If you see what I'm saying. But they're both super just direct, straight to your heart. Yeah. And they're both just like just annihilation. Gangster. (laughs) (laughs) That too. They're just gangster. They're so cool. If you think about it, what's kind of fascinating is that they both recorded in the same room on the same microphone using the same musicians and the same arrangers. So that's kind of cool. It's kind of like unheard of today you know it'd be like if you had these two very different kind of singers like you know justin timberlake and and john legend using the same producer you know what i mean so you really can hear them come through and again it brings it back to this idea of like the microphone is there to capture your personality you know what i mean Um, and that's what i think makes jazz special and unique among all other genres Well, let's uh, listen to the song that you rendered, I suppose partly in tribute to Nat King Cole. I was going to leave this to the end, but we can hear some Christmas song right here. Absolutely. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by your choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos. You know, Simon, one of the cool things that that uh, that Jose talks about is it, when referencing someone like Frank Sinatra. You know, what was Sinatra's sense memory like? Well, you know, so where did Sinatra grow up? You know, after the the Hoboken Four, and he started to get some fame, he went on to work with people like Tommy Dorsey. And every night he would stand next to this cat on the trombone. And the thing that amazed him so much was the breathing technique that Tommy Dorsey used to get all those notes out of that trombone in a very brief period of time. So Frank Sinatra took that. He didn't want to sound like a trombone, but it certainly influenced his phrasing and you can hear it 
on any Sinatra tune that you listen to. Jose James heard it, and you hear a little bit of that in this Christmas record too, don't you? And there you have it, folks, because you're not going to get bombs of wisdom like that. That's why we have Gary Walker at WBGO, one of the many reasons, quite frankly, of giving context to this music and a little history. And he even told me about a statue that they constructed in New Jersey of Frank Sinatra. Yeah, last week. Last week at Sinatra Park there on Sinatra Drive, you Hoboken people, you know, that's the park right along the, the road there, Sinatra Drive that goes along the river. And right there, look up next time you're driving by. All right, so this is what we want you to do then. You're going to download the Checkout Podcast, and you're going to take a hike to the Frank Sinatra statue, and then you're going to tweet at us at Checkout Jazz, and you're going to make a contribution to support your favorite public radio and media jazz station, WBGO, Newark's public radio, New York City's public radio, the world's public radio station, wbgo.org. 1-800-499-9246 1-800-499-9246 or go online to wbgo.org And so I'm offering this simple phrase To kids from 1 to 92 Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. Christmas song. I know that you're familiar with that song because you've actually probably heard it on our airwaves at least a half a dozen times during the holiday season because we're champions of Nat King Cole right here, aren't we, Gary Walker? Absolutely champions of Nat Cole. And like Jose James talks about, Nat Cole was was the kind of cat that many times his real acumen as a pianist was overshadowed by that velvet voice of his. But man, that cat could play some piano and Jose James talks about using the same microphone at the Capitol studios out in Hollywood and, and the same microphone that Nat Cole used the same microphone and the same piano that Nat Cole sat at. I would have had a heart attack. I think (laughs) that's gotta be something that brings a, a special sense to any recording process. And it's Merry Christmas from Jose James. And it can be yours. $100 pledge, you support this music for a whole year, 1-800-499-9246, online at WBGO.org. You can even text WBGO to 56512. And now on to another musical gangster of sorts. Oh, I love this track, Gary. How much fun it's gonna be together This Christmas 
Christmas, the fireside is blazing bright. We're caroling through the night, and this Christmas we'll be. This Christmas, Donny Hathaway. Oh yeah. Just, oh my God, it's so killing on so many levels. This is actually the my favorite part of doing this this annual holiday show is because there's always new stuff that are like why didn't i know this how did i not know this it's always deeper than you think and i must have listened to it i don't know a hundred times what i finally realized is that there's no bass on it it's all donnie just playing left hand on the Wurlitzer or Rhodes. i can't tell which one it is he's just playing left hand he's like i got this <laughs> this christmas fireside is blazing bright My favorite part of that song, I think, are those trombones. That like dun dun dun. Mm, <laughs> you know mm, what mm. I'm talking about? Like, yeah. you know, he uh, he studied orchestration with Quincy Jones. You know, and you hear all of that. You hear how he put it all together. Um, and what a you know what a what a enormous talent. What an incredible songwriter, and what an incredible vocalist. You know, just I almost didn't want to even touch that one it's kind of like sacred material yeah it's sacred and and you know i mean obviously you know nat cole didn't write the christmas song but he owns it but donnie wrote this one and he owns it um but you know what kind of saved me on this one is as i know layla uh hathaway pretty well and i kind of feel like a connection to to his family through her so i kind of felt like you know I kind of know where they're coming from. I've been to the house, you know, I met mom. Like, it doesn't feel like I'm trespassing, so to speak, but it helps if I know someone like, you know, when I met Bill Withers' daughter, Corey Withers, it was the same thing. It was like, okay, this is not a conceptual thing. I actually know the family, so let's get into this. And I brought my family on this one. Um, My wife, Tali, is singing. And my daughter, Anais Jardina James, who is eight, is also singing. Because if you li- listen closely, this is her debut. <laughs> I did not hear it. No, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. missed it. Hang all the mistletoe. I'm going to get to know you better. This Christmas. And as we trim- yeah, wow, that's so cool. Well, um... Donny Hathaway's uh, guitarist, Phil Upchurch, said the song was absolutely the premier holiday song written by an African-American. Those were his words. Absolutely. Co-written by Nadine McKinner. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just an amazing song all the way around. You know, the sentiment, the feel, the mood of it, just the, the everything about it feels warm and and inspiring it'll it'll get you in the mood and it'll get you moving too that's the thing i was like i gotta include this christmas and i gotta shout out jaris yokley on drums because i told him i was like look we're gonna put a little bit of a jay dilla kind of lean to it presents and cards are here my world is filled with cheer and you I 
trash and the town they do This Christmas Fireside blazing bright We're caroling through the night And this Christmas will be You actually dropped the beat for a second Exactly, exactly Just just a nod to the B-Boys. I was like, know, I thought this was in like four or eight, but no, well, something that you like erase a beat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I got to be me. You know, I'm still the, the jazz singer of the hip hop generation. So I was like, I got to drop one, one beat on this album. I got this. so cool does Layla know that you uh took this on that you you did this I don't think she knows yet you know I didn't I didn't send it to her I should send it to her actually yeah Jose James is celebrating or actually wishing everyone a Merry Christmas quite uh explicitly on his new <laughs> recording with his with that name <laughs> exactly I don't want to say the best for last but definitely you taking on the song probably with another kind of uh heaviness in history and i know know we both know what we're talking about i just want to know when you said hey marcus aaron ben jaris we're gonna be doing john coltrane my favorite things what was their reaction you know what i started a group text and um they were like they kind of know how much of a coltrane fanatic i am already so i said hey we're gonna do the, the Coltrane version, we're doing favorite things. And they're like, all right, you know, my number one Spotify song this year was my favorite things, the Coltrane, because I listened to it so many times, Shedding. And I, I would send them voice notes of me singing along the train to kind of get the, because I was trying to get the vocal rhythms down. And it's really hard to sing that with words, especially words you can't change, like schnitzel with noodles. That's, that doesn't roll off the tongue, you know, especially in, in Coltrane's phrasing. So, um, you know, I got to shout out my wife, Dolly, for putting up with me singing that for like like a month straight, trying to get it right. <laughs> can you and, say, can you give us an example just how hard it is to, to sing the, the phrase? What is the phrase? The normal one is like, raindrops on roses, whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles, warm woolen mittens, right? Really nice. And trains like raindrops on roses, whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles, and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packet. You know, it's all broken up. 
you know? So I was trying to find a way to make it sound like him, but also get the words across. And I thought I did all right. I thought I did all right. The thing that really messed me up was we, were, we recorded the tape. So there's no do-overs. And it's also a long track. So I'm like, if I mess up at the beginning, we just wasted a lot of tape. <laughs> um, and you're actually recording the tape on this, right? Yeah, like everybody, everybody in the same room. Because this definitely has like late 50s Blue Note sound. Like mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. specifically 1958 Blue Note. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I mean, this band is just absolutely incredible. Um, we didn't really talk about it too much. You know, I, I actually remember I was in the control room with Ben Williams, who was the arranger of this session too. And he said, hey, we didn't really talk about favorite things. How do you want to do it? And Marcus and Jarrett started playing it in the, in, the, in the main room. And it just sounded like Coltrane. And we were like, we looked at each other and we we're like, there it is. Let's go capture that. The wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings These are a few of my favorite things And it was one of those things where we didn't really talk about it you know marcus strickland and i both um at some points had been in mccoy's band not together but separately so we kind of yeah so we had that connection i didn't know and that I, yeah man you know i did the johnny hartman uh coltrane project that's with him. right so you know sharing the stage with them it's really it's deep you know he's he's such a spiritual i don't know he, he just emanates this vibe you know, Marcus it's is that's, incredible. He's, yeah. he's like one of my favorite all time right? of our Absolutely. generation. He again so underrated. Shout out to Marcus Strickland and check out his records too. Like Marcus is what's up. Everybody really, I think, knew their role and knew that it wasn't about recreation, but it was about honoring, you know, honoring that spirit of that specific Coltrane quartet. And Ben Williams said it best. He said, man, when we were listening to the playback, he said, man, this sounds like Johnny Hartman sitting in with with Train, you know, and I was like, exactly. It's exactly how I wanted it to be. So my job is done. (laughs) Whoa doing the Donny Hathaway tune was like, should, should we really do this? Are we really doing this? That same kind of mentality going in to record a song like this. <laughs> <laughs> but then you hear Marcus, he's just like ripping and you're like, all right, it's time to go. The, Absolutely. They're, they're beckoning. That's- exactly. Yeah, he's channeling. He's channeling, you know. And, you know, that's why it's called a Jose James. Merry Christmas, Jose James. It's like, there's a little Jay Dilla there's a, a little Coltrane, there's Sinatra, all of those people in Ella, you know, 
they all live within me. And I think I was cohesively, because of this great band, really, able to weave them all into this one holiday um, album, you know, that, that touches on all these things equally. And, you know, I got to shout them out on on the swing, man, because a lot of young cats don't study swing anymore. You know, I'm not trying to sound like one of those old old dudes on a wow. mountain. Jose James talking about studying swing. I love hey, it. Hey, I mean, that's that's where I came from. You know, like I I started with Louis Armstrong and worked my way up, you know, so I love swing. I studied with Chico Hamilton at the new school and Junior Mance and you know, all of the elders. So it's like, you got to know where it all comes from. You know, Jay Dilla came out of that, you know what I mean? Um, and all these guys, you know, just to like really do, you know, these like straight ahead songs, we really went for it. And for me, that that's special too, you know, because that, Chico taught me this, like that beat, that was a new beat in the forties, you know, in the fifties swing the way that they played it in that way in New York and in Chicago and, and in Detroit, everybody had their own little way to play swing, you know? So it wasn't like, it's not old to me. It's like we had to put our stamp on it. So shout out, uh, shout out Ben Williams, Jarris Yokely and Aaron Parks for doing that. With blue satin sashes, snowflakes that stay on my nose and eyelashes, silver white winters that melt into springs. These are a few of my favorite things. When the dog bites, when the bee stings, when I'm feeling sad, I simply remember my favorite things and then I don't feel so This has been some of the toughest moments of all of our lives right now. And 
that's why BGO and places like us, but specifically us, because you know you listen to us and our podcast, that music and the programming that we bring you brings smiles and brings joy to your life. Hopefully, maybe maybe some humor too. And that's basically a service, one of the simpler things in life, right, Gary? Because when it all comes down to it, it's those simple things in life, like incredible music and family that makes this life a life worth living. And so if you feel the same way that we do, Gary and I, we're calling on you. It's essential that you support these simpler things, these finer things in life. So give us a call right now at 1-800-499-9246. That's 1-800-499-9246. Or go online to WBGO.org. And thank you for being part of our family. You know, and the thing is, Simon, that if you want to feel young again, you want to feel young about something, discovery is the word that encompasses all of that. And how many weeks, how many episodes of The Checkout have you made a discovery? Make the discovery of the good feeling that goes along with supporting something like this. 1-800-499-9246, WBGO.org, and text WBGO to 56512. And take home uh, Merry Christmas from Jose James with a $100 contribution to WBGO that goes to us. But you, in return, you get this brilliant record that you just heard and enjoyed the story behind. So why don't you just do that right now? WBGO.org slash support. And we thank you, Gary, for hanging out with us and spreading the gospel of the checkout. I appreciate it and getting the message out there and being a supporter, quite frankly. Brother Simon, it's always my pleasure to be here with you and hang out. And definitely you can go online and listen to all the shows in our archives. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, wherever you do, Stitcher, Spotify, that website is checkoutjazz.org, wbgo.org. And the checkout is a production of WBGO Studios. I'm Simon Rettner. And I'm Gary Walker. Thanks for checking us out.
and a shining star upon the highest bough and have yourself a merry little Christmas now merry Christmas now merry Christmas